listening to the Loving BDSM Podcast, episode 365. Kayla Lord's here with the one, the only, the, I don't, I don't know. Are you caffeinated enough? John Brownstone. Probably not. Same. Same. I mean, I'm sucking the coffee off of what's left in my cup off the ice cubes. Uh, and I don't, I don't feel caffeinated enough. Yeah, no. Same. Anymore. Anymore. We're back. Yeah. After a unplanned but necessary break we're fine we're fine uh we were not fine for a minute and then we were fine and now we're more fine a week later right right so we're here we're back um and we're talking about a new to us term the term is new to us but the concept is not and that is breadcrumbing in power exchange versus like doing the small things which some people will breadcrumb and go, but I do the little things. Do they? We'll talk about it. That's what we're talking about. And I about thought it. this was like a Hansel and Gretel thing, you know. Oh, how get... you lure a, a yeah. new uh, partner to you? <laughs> I mean, actually, and I thought about that. Hansel and Gretel left the breadcrumbs so they could find their way back. That's true. And if I recall the old stories, um, some non-human creature bird... I don't know, woodland creature? I don't know, ate their breadcrumbs and they could not find their way back. (laughs) (laughs) But I thought about that. And then I remembered the story and I went, oh, maybe not. Either way, we're going to talk about it. Okay. So if it's a new to you term, don't worry. The moment we describe it, you'll know. I have no doubt you'll know. But yeah, we're going to talk about breadcrumbing. Welcome to the Loving BDSM Podcast. If this is your first time listening, glad to have you. If you're back for another week, welcome back. Loving BDSM is produced every Friday for your kinky pleasure and education, and show notes are found at lovingbdsm.net. Come back often and feel free to add the podcast to your favorite podcast app. You can also follow the show on Twitter, at lovingbdsm, for as long as it lasts. And yes, I will continue to call it Twitter and not fucking X, whatever. Twitter. (laughs) at Loving BDSM, on FetLife at Loving BDSM PC, on Instagram and threads at that handle. I will forever fucking hate. <sighs> Loving DS and the number one, so that's at Loving DS one, or on YouTube at youtube.com slash Loving BDSM, where you can watch us live stream the podcast every Wednesday. All links are in the show notes. A big thanks as always to our kinky patrons over on Patreon, especially now when in the midst of not being okay last week and needing to take a break. We made massive changes to our Patreon <laughs> and 99% of everybody has stuck around for them. And we really appreciate that. It was a wild ride last week, y'all. <laughs> uh, so yes, when we say we're grateful for our kinky patrons, we really fucking mean it. Uh, if you would like to join our kinky community and get access to extra content and a Discord server with a, a group of super cool, super nice kinksters, you can do that. Join us at patreon.com slash Lords. That's patreon.com slash Lords, or use the link in the show notes. And before we do anything, I'm turning the fan back on. And I don't blame you. I had to, I say right, because I had to type it. Um, That fan did not come on. Okay, good. I, I would be crying if that I, fan I double clicked instead of single click. Oh, you get trigger happy yeah. with that finger? Yep. Yeah. We, we know what those fingers do. Okay. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I have announcements. I have announcements. Um, one, uh, you will probably notice the change probably in October will be when we have it all pulled together, but we are making some slight changes to our content. We are not changing this uh long podcast episode at all other than we did have the uh small hope uh jb gently put it out there maybe we could be more concise in our bonus sections i mean we could try we could try but i i make no promises 
<laughs> I am not known for being concise. Um, <laughs> I was actually speaking more in general of you the know, whole episode. Yeah, oh, no. of all of it. Yeah, I'm so sorry. All things combined together. Well, we're pretty like when we have notes, we're pretty good on an episode. But we don't always have notes, so <laughs> we're working on it. Uh, no, we. Uh, I think it's going to start in October. We're going to be adding an extra video slash podcast episode each week. It'll be short. Um, if you follow us on YouTube, you'll see the video. If you are a podcast subscriber, it'll be an. Ep- they'll be identical, but one will be for podcast, one will be for YouTube. Um, of shorter content. Um, one of the things uh, JB has agreed and is the one that suggested it. I did not ask um, to bring something we tried to start a million years ago called From Daddy's Desk back. It's a little series where mm-hmm. JB on his own without me shares his perspective of a kink topic as a daddy dom. Sometimes just as a dom, sometimes as a sadist, sometimes specifically as a daddy dom. Depends you never, on never know what you're going to get. You really don't. Um, and so we are welcoming ideas uh for that if you are watching the live stream the i will i never can go back to the live chat easily and find comments so uh feel free to use the contact page on our website instead or Mm -hmm. uh, leave a comment that is not live chat if that makes sense podcast listeners we have a contact page on our website we have a comment section on the show notes page of the episode and also we are However, we're connected uh, on socials and FetLife. You can share your suggestions there. The other thing we're going to add, um, and we had briefly talked about this, I think maybe our last Q&A thing. I don't remember when, but I know we talked about it, um, of answering a single question in an episode. So like we get a question and we take 15, 20 minutes. I don't know, 10 minutes. I don't know. I don't know. We already know I'm not going to concise to just answer that one question so it can kind of live as a standalone for that we have a page on our website where we would like people to submit the questions because that way i can actually keep up with them um so that link is in the places if you have a question um we will keep you anonymous i think the way i set it up is you don't even have to put a name you just have to put an email address so it'll come to us by email um so yeah we're not gonna like name names or or air anybody's personal details other than here's the question that you asked um so yeah, we are going to be bringing those things uh, out mm-hmm. ideally in October. That is the plan. Uh, also, <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, next announcement: This Friday, September fifteenth. So for podcast listeners, mm-hmm. it's the day this episode goes live. Uh, we are doing our Friday night live stream virtual munch Q and A thing. Correct. It starts at nine thirty p.m. Eastern, um, unless something goes horribly wrong we try to last until midnight so there's time for folks to kind of come in and out uh, that is on youtube it's publicly available to everyone um because we <laughs> upended our patreon situation uh abruptly this month when we usually do it, it any changes we make are usually in january um we're going to be doing an extra live stream for patrons only this month the date and time are still to be determined but that is happening too so if you're like no really oh and even more of you feel free to join our Patreon. You'll get an extra one. Um, I think that's it on announcements. Sure. That's what I wrote down. So if okay. I forgot something, well, I just, I just forgot something. Okay. So let's get into the episode. All right. Um, 
on the idea of breadcrumbing, which we will define, don't worry, mm -hmm. versus the idea of doing small things in your power exchange relationship. Um, this episode was inspired by, be shocked y'all, an Instagram reel. Uh, although Instagram has deactivated and kicked me off of uh, their platform under my personal account, mm -hmm. I still have three brand accounts, damn it, and I can watch reels. Uh, <laughs> so uh, I came across a reel by um, a person named Isaiah. I think their last name is Frizzell, is how I would pronounce it based on spelling. Um, I've linked that reel if you would like to watch it. It was just this conversation about here's what breadcrumbing is and here's what you know doing the little things can look like and here's how they're vastly different. And I watched it and I went, Oh yeah, that's a conversation for DS relationships and power exchange because while I don't know, didn't know prior the term breadcrumbing, I certainly knew what the fuck those actions were. <laughs> and I have been the recipient of enough um, panicked, sad, frustrated, angry emails, typically from submissive partners, but not always, where they describe essentially breadcrumbing <laughs> and they're like but my partner they remember to do this and then and it's like i'm kind of glad i have the language now but also if we get messages about it it you know it's that means there's lots of people who go through it so let's start with breadcrumbing because mm -hmm. that's a thing to define and explain okay. and whatever what what is breadcrumbing there you go what is breadcrumbing <laughs> you see can blah, you say it blah, right blah, blah. And say that fast 10 times and being concise has gone straight out the window <laughs> so i um had to go to the, the interwebs to help me succinctly define it i uh, have linked to a couple of places where i found more information if you'd like to read that so i've got two definitions here one is okay. that in a relationship context breadcrumbing refers to a person who gives you just enough crumbs of attention or affection to give you hope and keep you on the hook but not enough to make you feel comfortable or assured that the relationship is going well the other uh, definition I found that I liked is breadcrumbing is a behavior in which one partner essentially gives the other partner just enough energy, time, attention, affection, or words of affirmation that provides some of the elements of being in a romantic relationship. However, the other partner who's receiving the crumbs is left still wanting more and being unsure of their place in the relationship. Mm. So let's talk about what that can look like in general, but specifically power exchange. I'm thinking of, and they all run together because I've gotten so many over the years, of the messages where somebody says something like, well, they don't talk to me every day even though I've asked. And sometimes they'll go four or five days without a text message or a phone call or communication. And then they'll say all these amazing things and make me feel like an amazing person. And I'm like deep into this power exchange. But then I don't hear from them for like a week that mm -hmm. or the other one and this one can, and i think breadcrumbing can have lots of reasons for it so i'm not saying when the this happens it's breadcrumbing and that's all that it is i think there's more to it but i'm also th i also think of the well we negotiated our power exchange mm -hmm. my partner knows how important it is to me it's the only way i can be in a relationship and so they i'm gonna pretend the submissive side they dominated me the, the day we talked about it we did a scene and it was amazing but now it's been weeks and they're not remembering or they're not doing it or I have to beg for it. Yeah. Now, I think that's a type of breadcrumbing that is also tied up with a lot of other mm -hmm. potential things. Um, I don't think it's 
just breadcrumbing on its own, but I do think it's a form of breadcrumbing. Like I'll give you a little bit of the kink that I've agreed to do, yeah, and then I'll like I'll I'll forget or I won't I won't want to or I'll go what are you talking about? And you know, and then when you get mad or you act like you're going to leave, I'll give you a little bit more. Yeah, and and I think it also can very easily. I I think I've seen it a lot where it falls into um, power exchange mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, rules and and protocols are set in place and you know next thing you know there's a like well i haven't been doing my stuff but he hasn't noticed just ever you know here and there occasionally he kind of calls me out on stuff but yep oh absolutely and i think that can go it's really easy because i get most of the messages i see tend to be from submissives it's really easy to go oh it's a dominant problem thing it's a it's a person thing um I think depending on how it's presenting, um, it's either a, I'm not actually that serious about power exchange dynamics, Mm -hmm. but I don't want to let you go or I don't want to be rejected or I don't like, I don't know what their motivation is. Or it's a, I'm not actually serious about this relationship, but I got nothing better going on and I'll just string you along. I, when I look at it again, there's layers to this of what is happening and why it's happening. But even in non-kink, I think in non-kink relationships, most of us can go, oh yeah. In my own first marriage, like it was when I was threatening divorce. It was when I was saying, and this happened multiple times over the course of really a 12 year relationship. The only time my then partner stepped up and did the things that needed to be done to fully participate in the relationship was when there was a threat of, of- of ending said relationship. Right. Yeah. And so it was like, let me just do just enough to keep you happy. Mm-hmm. And then once you're happy and, and we're back to like a, how then, then things start tapering off until my frustration builds to the point mm-hmm. where we're back in this cycle of, I need you to participate. I need, you know, I need right. these things in order for this relationship to continue. And it was a little sad, but also hilarious from my vantage point now that by the time I was so far done that I w- that conversation was over, the breadcrumbs were not gonna work for me. He went all out. He was doing everything at the very, like I had said, I'm done. We're not doing this yeah. anymore. I'm out, you know, I'll give you time. Like I'm not kicking you out, but I'm, I'm out of this. Then he did everything I had been begging for, for over a decade. And then was complaining to like family and and friends that, you know, I do, I'm doing all these things. Why, you know, it wasn't enough anymore. So like, you know. Too little, too late kind of thing. Yeah, oh yeah. Like where were you 10 years ago? You know, I'm not, Mm -hmm. I'm not mad about it now. My life (laughs) wouldn't look like this now, but (laughs) you know, I, and in the, in the dynamics of an existing relationship, we might not think of it as breadcrumbs, but I think I think it's yeah. the same. So I think you can have an established power exchange relationship where you've agreed to everything mm-hmm. and then one partner continually fails to uphold their end of the agreement, but they're not communicating with you. They're not making efforts. They're they're doing just enough to keep you on the hook. So you're like, maybe they'll change. Yeah. And I would say if you're like, am I being breadcrumbed? Um, if one of your thoughts, and this is outside of toxic abusive situations, but like 
it's just it's just not a great thing and you're unhappy if you're constantly going well maybe they'll change or maybe this one conversation will give me something consistent or maybe if i do just this one i think i think you might be is all i'm i'm not saying you are i don't know but i think you might be because it's the whole point of they sprinkle just enough to keep you thinking, oh, we're on the right track now. Oh, I'm getting what I need. Oh, I like this. Mm-hmm. And then they like mentally or physically wander the fuck off. And you're like, <laughs> but we're not, nothing's consistent. Right. Nothing is as we agreed. Nothing can be counted on. And that I think is the point of breadcrumbs in whatever form they show up in. It's true. Have true. you ever been bread breadcrumbed or have you in your youth breadcrumbed somebody? Um, I do not believe I've ever been breadcrumbed. Okay. No. Okay. No. And, um, I do not believe I have ever breadcrumbed anyone. So in situations, relationships, potential relationships, mm-hmm. could have, might have been if we kept going for not you, me, we, but the royal we, <laughs> um, have you found it, I won't say easy because it's never easy, but have mm-hmm. you been willing to just have that hard conversation? Cause that's what it comes down to the, uh, this isn't working or I don't know what I want or I'm mm-hmm. conflicted or I, whatever. Like you can fill yeah. in the blank Mad Lib style of what might cause a person to go. I don't want to fully let you go, but I also am not fully committed. Have you consistently been just able to have those conversations or to just break it off? like? How, how has that gone? Um, I mean, you go, I have both broken off mm-hmm. relationships and had relationships broken off. Right. But you know, you're in general, like, let's just end this. What are we doing? You're, you're not a. Not to lead somebody on. No. Right. And I think, no, no, no. I also think to me, even if it's unintentional, even if a person is not self-aware enough to know what they're doing, I think breadcrumbing is manipulation. Mm-hmm. I'm literally giving you just enough. So you will do what I want you to do. You will stay here. You will give me your attention. You will, you know, call me your dominant submissive, whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, to me it's, and I look at you and I think he, I can't imagine you being manipulative. I have never purposely breadcrumbed, but I have been way like years ago, like not even quite a legal adult yet. And then prior up to like 20, I have absolutely been the one who didn't want to say the hard thing. And so I would try to withdraw enough that the other Mm. person would want to break up with me so that I didn't have to say the hard thing. I'm not proud of it. Mm Mm-hmm but I was also like 19 and stupid. So, (laughs) um, and I think that in some situations there could be some elements of breadcrumbing where you're trying to pull away, but then they like show up and go, Hey, where are you? And then maybe out of guilt or out of whatever, Mm -hmm. you're like, well, let me give you a little bit. Okay. We'll go on that date. Okay. I'll call you. And then you try again. It's still a form of manipulation. It just, just say the fucking hard thing. I don't want to be with you. However, I do think there are people who use breadcrumbs to their advantage so they can, especially in power exchange, 
I'm thinking of the toxic air quote, like doms that we come across. Mm -hmm. Submissives are capable of it too, where they'll give you just enough of the power exchange so they can, I don't know, have the ego trip that they're, that they're part of this dynamic, especially the air quote doms, you know, who are like, yeah. oh, I'm a master, I'm a dom, blah, blah, blah. But they're not actually putting any of the work in. Into it. And in some, not all cases, they're stringing along several people typically online. Mm -hmm. All these people think that they're connected, but all of these people are left second guessing, like, wait, I thought a dynamic was mm -hmm. something different than this, or wait, you said you'd do all of these things and I would do all of these things and, to, and then none of it's there. And at that point it's a power trip, it's an ego trip. Right. And it's extremely manipulative and it absolutely can be toxic. Um, so I think there's, as with all things, like a huge spectrum of, clueless people with really bad communication skills who just are, they know what the right thing is, but they're just not doing it versus, you know, egotistical, gross people who are like this, this makes me feel good. Fuck the other person and how they're feeling. <laughs> um, but yeah, anything else you would say about breadcrumbing? I'm looking, I'm looking at my notes. Okay. So yeah, um, maybe some examples of breadcrumbing. Um, we kind of touched on it, the idea of, well, I'll give you a little bit of dominance. Mm -hmm. I'll, t I'll give you a couple of rules, but then I won't follow up with the rules. Right. Or I'll say, hey, you have these things you need to do, and if you don't, there will be consequences, whatever, then you don't do them. Yeah. And I'm nowhere to be found to like actually follow up. Now, that is not always breadcrumbing. Sometimes it's just, it's overwhelm. Sometimes it's um, mm -hmm. people agreeing to, to a dynamic that they don't actually feel like is right for them. I mean, how many times have we come across a person who's like, well, my partner wants me to be their dominant, but I don't, I'm not really into it, but I don't wanna end the relationship. Mm -hmm. And so they kind of just half-ass it. Like sometimes it's just half-assed. It's, yeah. it's not breadcrumbs in the manipulative sense. It's Mm -hmm. just not willing to have the fucking conversation, but you do just enough to temporarily keep a partner happy. And then I go back to, I think that's still breadcrumbs, even if the intent behind it is different. True. Um, yeah, sorry. I, <laughs> did you blank there for a second? I, yes, I did. Did you blank there for I a did. second? I did. Um, other things that I have seen that I would call breadcrumbing. Um, let, let's not pick just, on do, just dominance. Submissives can do it too. Oh, you gave me all these rules. I'm only gonna follow them if I've got your full attention. And this is not bratting in the, I'm trying to get punishment or this is a yeah, game we're playing. I, 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 yeah. I, like there is a distinction. There, there's a, a, I think there's a huge distinction between a brat and breadcrumbing. Absolutely. Because okay. I think it's the intention behind it as well. Right. It's like, I'm going to do just enough as your submissive mm -hmm. that you'll still call me your submissive, but I'm not going to put in all of the other effort required. Right. Oh, you're paying attention? Okay, maybe I'll do some of it. Mm -hmm. Oh, you're mad at me? Okay, maybe yeah. I'll do some of it. Because but, if you're, you know, if, if you are someone who is involved with a brat mm -hmm. that wants to be involved with brat and likes to be involved with uh, that's brat, a whole other conversation that, you sometimes know, that, you're a brat and the other person's like i did not sign up for a brat right. Right, right you know when when you are in that situation you know you consensually know what you're getting into right and there's it's meant to be a given a take, given take so both partners are and and you and and both want that push and pull right exactly yeah. exactly breadcrumbs is i'm i go i keep seeing 
I keep seeing the crumbs that get left behind on the kitchen table. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Like on our personal kitchen table. I'm like, oh God. Yeah. It's just like you just like yeah. flick them off. They're they're like, eh, here. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter at all to the person doing it. What matter? It's not. There's no meaning behind the bread. Cr- actions other than let me make sure this person is still with me you know they're not going anywhere Mm -hmm. I've given them just enough and what ends up happening is you know based on all of the messages I've received over the years and this is the most common thing I wish I had known the term years ago you know it leaves the other person it's almost it's not technically gaslighting right but in a way maybe because the person is left questioning the reality of the relationship. Like in mm-hmm. their in their gut and heart and soul, they know this is not right. This is not what relationships are supposed to be like, but this other person is giving them just enough. So it's mm-hmm. the taste of a relationship. And so then they're questioning themselves. They're like, wait, is this, when they're present, they do the good things, but then they don't. Now, would, and what am I you know, in and what am I that, doing? that, do you think that um, gaslighting and breadcrumbing kind of go... No, because actual hand? gaslighting is making somebody else question their reality. Like, they literally think they're crazy. That's true. So, they you deny what they're mm-hmm. saying, their reality. And so, oh, that's why I want to be careful using the term gaslighting, because... In a way, yes, because the reality is this is not the power exchange relationship you think it is. Yeah. The other person is saying all the right things so that you think that it is, right? Maybe they've mm-hmm. gone through the motions of negotiating a power exchange with you. Maybe they've gone through the motions and said some of the right words, but there's no action behind the words. Or you get just enough action from them, just enough conversation, just enough of something that you're left going, well, in these five minutes, it was amazing, but it's just, it's not consistent. Mm -hmm. And I'm not sure. And is it me? And am I, the question I see most often in these situations, am I doing power exchange wrong? (laughs) It's like by expecting your partner to be a partner? (laughs) No, (laughs) no, no. (laughs) And so in a, like, on the edge of what gaslighting is technically, Mm -hmm. I think there's some overlap because truly people are like, well, I'm in this power exchange relationship, except I'm the only one fully participating. The other person is sprinkling just enough fuckery or enough control or enough what rules or whatever that I think in those moments, hey, this is it. This is what feels right. This is what I signed up for. And then they vanish or they just stop doing the things. Maybe they're still physically present, but they're not engaging in the the power change and they're not talking about it. You know, the thing with breadcrumbing, I would say on a very technical aspect is in general, if you wanna, if, you know, is it definitely breadcrumbing? They're not, the person's not emotionally invested in the relationship with you. They, their ego might be there and like being stroked and, you know, being Mm -hmm. part of this and saying they are, there might be something else that you do for them that they don't want to let go of yet, whether it's, you know, the access to whatever, whether it's sex, whether it's something else, there's some element that they're willing to string you along for. Mm-hmm. And that's the only reason. And they'll give you just enough of what will keep you there. Right. In the situations where it's an established relationship and the actions are kind of bread crummy, mm-hmm. I think, there may be layers, there's more layers to it. You know, I think that, I think it's okay to go, I'm not gonna be breadcrumbed. This is not worth it to me. I don't care how long we've been together. I think that's valid. I also think 
that it's valid to go, do you know what you're doing to me right now? Like, do, is this what you're intending? Or are yeah. you too afraid to have a hard fucking conversation and just tell me you don't want this or just tell me that something mm -hmm. is not right? Um, the one I see the most often based on the messages we get is usually from, from that vantage point, usually the air quote Dom, who's probably online only, knows all the right words, likes yeah. the power trip and ego trip of the semblance of control, mm -hmm. but bears none of the responsibility. Right. Has no connection to the responsibility of it at all. Mm -hmm. That That's what I tend to see. What would you add? Because I've had plenty to say, as we all know. You have plenty to say? Shocking. <laughs> no, I, I, I agree with everything you said. Mm-hmm. Um, not much more I could add to it, I believe, but, um, you know, yeah. So let's talk about the, doing the little things in a relationship then, mm. because I have seen people who are being breadcrumbed go, oh, but they always remember the little things and that's fine. But what makes the little things, the little things, in my opinion, is that the big things have already been done or are being done continually. Yeah. And so then that means the little things get to be sprinkled on like a little extra seasoning, right? Well, you know, I'm, I have always been one to feel that the small things do matter. Absolutely, I think they matter. Okay. Um, you know, sometimes it's the small things that speak the loudest. Sure. The right. small things are the things that say, hey, in the midst of life, I'm mm -hmm. thinking of you. I saw this thing and it reminded me of you. Yeah. I thought of you and I wanted to make you smile. I thought of you and I, you know, I want to connect to you in a, like, absolutely. Yeah. But that is on top of you, the bases are already covered. Okay. Yeah. I, I yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you know yeah while while the little things are are important yes they do need to be backed up mm -hmm. by the bigger things that's what makes them the small things true so you know that has to go they they have to go hand in hand mm -hmm. you know if there's just a sprinkling of small things here a sprinkling of small things there you know no that's not going to cut it no because the big things are consistency and trust right. and responsibility and integrity and communication and consent. They're the, the things that allow you to be vulnerable with one another. Right. They're the things that allow emotional attachment to grow. They're the things that, and I say this as somebody who was once this very anxious person who didn't believe good things could happen to me. So I'm speaking to those of you who maybe feel this way. It's, it's the stuff that allows you to, at some point your brain to go, ah, oh, wait, this person really means it. They keep backing up mm -hmm. their words with actions. Right. I'm not sitting in perpetual doubt, not because of my own issues. That's a whole thing. That's a whole, that's your, you know, but because of what they're doing. Like I can, as an individual, be a hot mess and, and not trust the good thing I have in front of me because of my own past experiences. Mm -hmm. That's one way of being and I have been there. The other is I can't trust it because your actions are inconsistent. Your actions are not mm -hmm. about building something together, you know? 
And sometimes I think we get confused of, am I not trusting myself because of what's happening to me? Yeah. Am I not trusting myself because I know I got bad tapes and I, I relay everything back to this, you know, trauma or just mm -hmm. bad relationship or, or whatever. Figuring out the difference between those two, I think will open a lot of, like it lets light in. Because once yeah. you can see, wait, 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 I'm not feeling away because of my past and the things I still need to work through. This is about what they are or are not doing in this relationship. Mm -hmm. And so then the small things can be very important. I agree with you, but yeah. they can exist. They exist as a added layer. It's part of the whole. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And uh, I think that our recent <laughs> issues, I don't know what the right word is for everything. Um, we had <laughs> not done small things consistently for each other in a very long True. time. And I don't think just, just a lack of small things led to the problems we were having. No. I think the problems we were having individually and together lowered the initiation of small things. When, mm -hmm. when we were in a complete disconnect, which, and we have been before, we've talked about those moments before, this is one of the worst. Yeah. We were in a, a state of total disconnect from one another. So we were not even primed and ready to see the small things. No. Oh, let me get my daddy this special coffee because I can. Oh, let me get baby girl a Diet Coke while I'm out. Mm -hmm. um, and for us, I don't know how it is for anybody else going through something similar, but... <laughs> Here's, here's how bad we were. When one of us might mention a potential small thing of that, not asking for it. Like, I don't think I have asked you to bring me a Diet Coke home in ages. Quite a while, correct. But there was a point where you had gone somewhere and I went, oh. And it was because in another timeline, you would have brought the Diet Coke home. If you don't know, that's a small thing that makes me very happy. Thanks. Yes. Um, and I think I mentioned something about it and your response, because we were so disconnected, was to get defensive. Alternatively, I do not wanna make it sound like you were just like the bad guy. I forced you to accept a coffee you did not ask for. Right. And I could say, like on paper, I could go, well, I was just taking care of you. I wanted you to have this coffee. I'm trying to do a small thing for you. No. <laughs> No, it was not. Small things to me are done because you notice something, you hear something, you see something, something comes into your frame mm -hmm. of what's happening in front of you and you connect it with your partner and go, that would make them right. happy. That would help them. That would mm -hmm. alleviate a stress. This would take something off their plate. Like these small things that don't negatively impact you. We're not trying to break ourselves over yeah. here to help our partner, that's a different kind of conversation. That is not a small thing. You know, it's this thing that you don't have to do. It doesn't change the outcome of anything. It doesn't change the direction of your relationship, but you know it would make the other person happy, help sure. them, but like fill in the blank of what whatever that would be. And I, I remember it distinctly. I got you a coffee you did not ask for and then got really pissy when you were not thankful for said coffee. We were in a real bad disconnect, y'all. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> and I, we were. I think in retrospect, small things are a little bit like the canary in the coal mine, you know? Yeah. If you're used yeah. to having them and if you're used to doing them for one another, and we are, we mm -hmm. have always been that way. That's true. 
when they go away, I like that's, I mean, sirens should have been going <laughs> off. <laughs> or when you don't think of those small gestures with any level of gratitude, either as the giver or the receiver, think that alarm bells need to be going off at that point. Um, small things are signs of affection. They're tokens mm -hmm. of love, whether that's, you know, platonic love or romantic love, it doesn't matter. They're, they're I saw this and I thought of you. I, I can help you and I want to, I can do like, you know, it's a mm -hmm. small things are forms of, con, are extra layers of connection, but they only function when the base layer of your relationship is fairly solid. True. Like it doesn't have to be perfect. You could be building it. You could be working on it. Um, from the very beginning, we've done small things for one another yeah. or things we considered small, small that the other thought was really big. I helped you buy a, a Mother's Day present from your mom. You did the, our very mm -hmm. first, like we'd been, we'd known each other six months. And to me, it was a small thing. It, it did not negatively impact me. It made your life a little easier. Mm -hmm. I went, sure, let's do this. You were blown away. Yeah. You sent me flowers and a necklace for Valentine's day. And I'm like, well, I haven't even figured out my feelings yet. What the actual fuck. <laughs> and for many people you'd go, that's a huge gesture. But for you, you were like, no, I knew they would make you smile. Mm -hmm. I knew you would like it. Done. Same. And we were still building the foundation, right. which did make the small things feel a lot bigger because we hadn't quite established our, you know, comfort zone of this is who we are. Correct. This is how we function. Mm -hmm. Um, what are some small things that you have either done or have had done for you that like stick in your mind? Um, when you do get me a coffee, okay. <laughs> Um, some of the other things are like when you are, well, you know, I, I know you've been doing the dishes for a while. Let me take care of the dishes tonight. Give and, you a break. Yeah. Cause normally the rule is if you cook, you don't have to do dishes. Right. Um, sometimes though there have been, t and typically that works out well because by the time I'm done, I'm like, please don't make me cook anymore. Then I can, yeah. we tag team and we tag team, but life had been weird for like three or four days where I hadn't cooked for three or four days, but you would still some or not really cooked. Like mm -hmm. maybe I made a sandwich or something and you ended up doing dishes for three or four days. And I right. was just like, it's, it's no big thing to me to do dish to air quote this cook. Mm -hmm. I didn't cook that night. I think it was like leftover night or something. Like I heated it up in the microwave. Didn't take the same kind of energy. I was like, I'll, I'll do dishes now <laughs> prior to our dust up last week our our implosion if you will <laughs> yeah, implosion. That's um, a good, uh, yeah you I almost couldn't have paid me if it was my if this was my day this was my fucking do you remember the tiff we got into about two weeks ago over that yeah it was the exact same situation but i was like i have done i have cooked for five days i'm so sorry you've had to put dishes away for i think it was like three of those five days like it was something weird mm -hmm. and i was like no, I'm not. I'm like, I was pissed that you wanted me to switch. Oh, gee, in retrospect, it was really obvious things weren't quite right with us. Right. Um, okay, go ahead. What else? Um, trying to think what else. Well, I can think of one I've done for you. And it became a task. So here's how power exchange can be so fun. Do you remember when I just started putting your probiotic out for you? Because you kept forgetting to take it. Yes. And so I'd pop mine out of the little pack thing and I would take yours out. Now, here's what's funny. Here's how... 
especially in power exchange, man, <laughs> these small things can turn into something. So <laughs> just be careful is what I'm saying. So I started doing that. He didn't ask me to. Uh, I just did it and I always put it in a place that was, because mm-hmm. I was like, he's, we both need this probiotic. We're we're at a, of an age. We we need a probiotic, um, but he's not taking it consistently. And then he's complaining about his stomach. Let me give him his probiotic. And I I did it, and it was not a task. I was not no. obligated to do it. But here's how it became a task. The one time I didn't, your feelings were so I'm hurt. Like, where's where's my probiotic? Where's my probiotic? And yet it was it was pre <laughs> it was pre implosions by several like by a few months, and I was like cranky for a minute. Because it was like, it was a nice thing I was doing for you. What the hell? <laughs> she said with love in her heart. Mm. Um, but then we did turn it into a task. Yeah. Because that was an expectation thing. Mm-hmm. Like a one-off small thing or a thing you do. As the royal, like you, the general you. Something that is done periodically but without, without the pattern to it. That sh- you can't really expect you like it if it's replicated, but there shouldn't be much of an expectation. But I was literally doing this daily, so I was setting that expectation like you had gotten to like turn that part of your brain off mm-hmm. and not think about wait, I have to get my probiotic out. And when I took that away, because I had set the stage for that, I had just done it yeah. every fucking day for weeks. And the one day I got tired, I went, Well, it's not a task, but I didn't think about what the gesture would have meant to you. Man, I think this episode is more about. Uh, how we fucked ourselves up for several weeks. Um, <laughs> I didn't think about the impact. So I would say on the small things, just just as a the personal experience, little FYI, if it ends up being something that you do consistently and regularly and y'all aren't talking about it, you can each have different expectations for what that thing means. Have a conversation, that's all I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Decide. Because <laughs> like, <laughs> we, we, it wasn't argument level, but like both our feelings were hurt from opposite sides of the... Yeah. The spectrum on that one. <laughs> mm-hmm. My the little things I think of, and it it really has been a while, but that's okay. I've been getting my own, so it hasn't mattered. Um, is when you bring me home a diet coke, or when you call me from a place, you're like, oh, I'm gonna stop and get coffee. Okay, I would like. Let me text that to right. you. Um, or when you're like, the other day you did it. It really was my turn to do dishes, and you went, I'll do dishes tonight. And I was like, oh, thank you. Mm-hmm. You know, or oh, I see. This is so it's and it's boring stuff. It's not always it's very rarely kinky because we're people who live together and have, you know, built a life together. I have a little trash can over by my shipping area. <laughs> yes. And I've gotten into a habit of asking you to take it out for me. I don't it's not that I'm incapable. I'm just lazy. But my favorite is when you go, oh, that's really full. Let me take that out for you. I'm like, thank you, daddy. <laughs> for me, a small thing. And the, the small things that end up sticking with me, even if I don't remember like the exact action, are the things that make me feel cared for as a baby girl. Now, the things you sometimes try to do that hit me in my service subfields, I get very conflicted about that. Because sometimes mm-hmm. you'll offer to help on something. Right. I'll do this chore, I'll do this task, you don't have to, that is very centered in my service sub identity and heart. Mm. I actually struggle with letting you do those things. <laughs> I'm like, but this is what I do in service. This is this is part of my task list. What are you saying I can't do it? Are you saying you don't want me to do it? And then it's a whole thing, and I'm sure I've just taken all the fun out of doing a small thing. (laughs) I love you so much. Do you like have you do you think about it in terms of that? Or are you just thinking she looks tired? Maybe I can help her. (laughs) Like, does it 
does it hit you in the dom feels um, or I mean sometimes it's it's frustrating when you do that. <laughs> okay. I live to frustrate you, Daddy. Because, you know, I know you have so much going on with this family, the things that you juggle. Sure. Okay. And, you know, I offer to do something to help you in in any way I can, mm -hmm. you know, and then you're like, you know, but that's my job. I know. And I, know? I wish I could explain why. And, and then and then you turn hard. around and say, nobody helps me enough. <laughs> <laughs> that is also true. You're yeah. right. <laughs> so, you, you know. You cannot win yes, no matter what. Frustrating. <laughs> you know what? I'll say this. If... <laughs> If I've already done the mental calculus of everything I know I need to get done in what order and how I'm going to do it. And I think we've had this conversation before on another mm -hmm. topic. Like I've already mapped it out in my head and I just have to get from point A to eventually point Z. Um, being, having somebody take a step of that out throws off the calculus. Mm. So for me at that point, I'm in just follow the path kind of, I know exactly what I'm gonna do, how I'm gonna do it, in what order, and there's this whole like rhythm to it. Mm. And so when one thing is plucked out of, I'll take care of that, I have to stop and go, okay, let me reconfigure. And restructure everything. And also some things in that moment, especially if I'm going through a task list and I'm thinking, it's not often, it's not always, I should say, that yeah. I'm like thinking about things through the service missive lens. Like I'm not, like I don't just live in this mindset all day long. I'm walking around going, I'm a service submissive. And that, that kind of makes sense. I when, understand that. When I'm in a mode of this is my service submissive time or this is, mm -hmm. you know, gameplay level 30 for service submissive and let's go do it. I'm like, but, but wait, this was a thing I felt fulfilled doing. Don't take that out. I don't know how to warn you <laughs> when I'm in that mode. <coughs> mm. I, I, mm. I don't know. Um, I think what it might come down to is having a conversation about something. Pr and this makes it hard because small things tend to be, um, what's the word? Spontaneous? Yes, you see it and you go, ta-da, right? right? And I think that when it comes to things that I hold dear to my heart because of our power exchange, I'm gonna do better with not the spontaneous. The, I've, I'm thinking about this, you know, what can I do to help her out? She is clearly like, you know, on edge, mm -hmm. but let me notice it and think about it much earlier. And I don't know. I think the other thing is I can just be more gracious and I am trying to be more gracious, but I'm also extremely honest with you. And I will tell you <laughs> exactly, like, I know it might, it would probably be nice as both just a human and dominant. If you had a partner who you could say, hey, I'll do that for you, baby girl. And she would just go, thank you, daddy, and move on. <laughs> no, you I've got the, not graced I've, with that. I've got the Scorpio bitch from hell. Who's got opinions and believes in clear communication. <laughs> Good, bad, or otherwise. <laughs> uh, I'm, I've gotten so used to just telling you what I think that I, <laughs> I'm just gonna tell you what I think. No, I, I, do, I do believe that being aware for myself, like I mm -hmm. know that my reaction 
if the thing you're helping me with is actually one of my tasks, my submissive tasks. I know yeah. I'm gonna have that reaction of, but my heart can't take it, this is my thing. But if I am thinking about it clearly ahead of time, and we have this conversation where you you know tease me about it, I am better prepared to go, oh, that's right, he's doing a little thing and he's actually trying to help and just, like, I don't, I don't always function that way in the moment mm -hmm. unless I've spent the time ahead of time going, this could happen. And when this happens, just take a deep breath, <laughs> redo the math, find a new path forward and say thank you and be gracious. <laughs> I'll say this, that's another thing about the, the small things and the little things and, and when they're happening or when they're not or when things are rough for the relationship. When we're good and we're mm -hmm. well connected and we're like a well-oiled machine with one another, there's lots of appreciation yes. for those things. When we're not, <laughs> there is not as much appreciation as there should that be. That is true. That is Which true. the hard part about that is when when you're not appreciated for the things you're doing, like I don't, I, Tayshu, I think said it in the live chat, like small things are, are done without the idea that you're supposed to, it's supposed to be reciprocated. It, like without expectation of. Right, and, yeah. I, and I think that's, that's correct and good and I agree with that. Yeah. But I also think, and we've done this in the, um, on episodes on gratitude. Mm -hmm. I think if you're doing small things and your partner is not showing any level of gratitude for it, it makes you not want to do small things after a while. Right. Like we we might not do it because we're gonna be thanked for it, but we also want to, to know that we're seen. I, I think I think as as a human being you not expect but enjoy knowing what you're doing is appreciated. Right. Exactly. Exactly. And <laughs> If you're like, let me take the temperature of my relationship right now. I now know that one method of uh, checking the state of our power exchange is how much gratitude is going around. Mm -hmm. And when there's not, <laughs> there's a problem. Yeah. Um, small things can be a great way to, to sort of check on the state of your relationship, I think. Right. Like, are they being done at all? Mm -hmm. And or are you doing them with an open heart and a willing heart and because because you just want to make somebody happy um and getting nothing in return not feeling seen not feeling fulfilled um you know are you yeah I'm, i think this is where breadcrumbing in a relationship you want to be careful because do the small things because you want to help your partner, make them happy, do something nice for them, make their day, like whatever, whatever. But if you're only doing small things because you're like, oh, if I do enough of these small little things, I will, you know, get a reward at the end. I don't, I don't know if we can call that breadcrumbing. It might be something else, but I, it's, it's also manipulative. Right. Like, I don't know. I don't. I know there are people who do it because there are people who do everything. If you can conceive of it, somebody is, is doing it. Do it. I think breadcrumbing is probably more common and typical as you're trying to establish a relationship. Mm -hmm. um, in the 
maybe still getting to know one another, trying to move forward towards something. I certainly the way it's talked about in non kink contexts, it's okay. very much a I'm strag I'm stringing you along, right? Like I'm not telling you we're dating, but I'm going to do all the things that make it look like we're dating. Yeah. I'm not going to commit to you and, you know, have you in my life in, in some permanent way but I'm sure shit gonna do things that make you think that's where we're headed. Like, I think that's a very common understanding of breadcrumbing outside of kink. I think in, within kink and power exchange, especially because of, of how that power imbalance is negotiated, I think it's a lot more insidious and it sometimes takes longer to figure out that you're dealing with breadcrumbs. Yeah. Because if you took all that time to negotiate a power exchange, you're thinking, hot damn, we're in something. Right. Whatever label you put on it, whether it's a long-term relationship, you know, hopefully, or if it's something serious or you're still trying to be casual, whatever. I think for most of us in kink, once we've gone through the negotiation part of what we, we think we know what we're going to do together, mm-hmm. it, there's a sense of commitment and seriousness to it. And I think it might be harder to see the breadcrumbing And so then it's like, oh, well, they remember to do all these small things and they always make me very happy. Okay, but have they done the big things past the, hey, we, you know, negotiated this power exchange. Negotiating the power exchange is important and it is, it's a big thing, but actually then living the power exchange. Following through with the And doing the things you said you were going to do, that is way bigger and Mm -hmm. takes way more commitment. Yeah. And I, I, you know, when somebody's like, well, are they are they doing the little things and I'm not being appreciative or are they breadcrumbing me? I think that's where you start with like, what's your foundation? Mm-hmm. What's the relationship looking like? And if you are tempted to do a bunch of quote, small things, I'm sure that's probably what somebody would call it to themselves. I'll do all these small things and, and you know, they'll keep loving me. Well, uh, but are you doing the big things? I go back to my first marriage. Mm-hmm. X was not doing any of the big things, not at all. Yeah. And then when I was pushed to my limit, they would do just enough of the things I needed to kind of like get me to shut up. Mm. That, I I don't know, do we need another term? It's bre- I think it's breadcrumbing, but I think it's just a different kind of form. Because then the person who's like, well, we're in this relationship, I'm doing small things to make you happy, you know? I, I think breadcrumbing, I... Sure. No, I mean, I, I, I was gonna say that there are, other terms that would fit, but I think breadcrumbing is very apt. Yep. Yep. So, yeah. Do mm-hmm. you have anything else you would add about I that? I think we've. Yeah, I mean, breadcrumbing is is bad. It's awful. Mm-hmm. It's manipulative. Right. Um, I think that it will absolutely have you second guess yourself of wait, Mm -hmm. am I being ungrateful? Am I not being understanding enough to this person who, the person who's breadcrumbing you? Um, It'll make you question what you understand to be the reality of your relationship, which for me puts it kind of on the edge of gaslighting. Um, The small things matter. And sometimes you forget how much they matter Mm -hmm. (laughs) until they're not there. Um, But yeah, don't, I would say just, understand the the difference in breadcrumbing there's no foundation there's words about a foundation there's promises of a foundation there's no foundation in the relationships small things are sprinkled on top of the base that that already exists and is attempting to function Mm -hmm. um yeah and i do think most 
many, not all, but many people already, by the time you get to a point where you are writing a 500 word essay to me about the state of your relationship and you're ending after you've written all of these things that are like just genuinely awful and you get to the very last line you go, is this, is this normal or am I right to think there's something wrong with this, right? Like by the time you ask me that question, you actually already know the answer. Go back and read what you wrote. This is not, this is not me saying don't message us or email us, like feel free. But I think in my experience, most of the people I've talked to about this, they when, know. When they there's there, some, there's some, some their gut, their instinct, their whatever, exactly. whatever is telling them and they aren't ready to believe it yet. They may not know it consciously, but unconsciously right. they know that there's Exactly. That. You know, I go back to if a friend came to you and told you all of this, what would you tell that friend? Let, let's attempt mm -hmm. to treat ourselves even half as well as we treat our friends. We would still be <laughs> treating ourselves better than we do mm -hmm. <laughs> otherwise. So yeah, yeah. I, I'm sure there's more we could say. Um, I have run out of steam. <laughs> I I think many of us uh, understand the concept of breadcrumbing, even if the term is new. Like I knew at the moment. I was oh yeah. yeah, oh yeah, been there, done that. Mm -hmm. um, I've certainly before I met you and before I was like I understood I was kinky and submissive, but I hadn't like done anything with it. I met a couple of guys who did the string me along thing. Um, I It ended up being okay for me in the sense, it wasn't good, it wasn't right, but I wasn't like torn apart by it because I was desperate to keep things casual anyway. I was not trying yeah. to be in a relationship. So um, they actually probably put more effort in than I even needed them to because I didn't care as much as they thought I did, but I can look back on it and go, oh yeah, that's what they were doing. Hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, if you're having to beg for somebody's attention, yeah, and then just so that when you finally get it, you're just super grateful for it, and then it vanishes again, breadcrumbing. So um, if you're curious about any of the things that we found that talk about them, we have linked them in the places. Mm -hmm. um, the reel that inspired this uh, conversation is uh, linked in the places, plus two resources that defined breadcrumbing well enough that I went, yes, I don't think you're a stupid piece of content. <laughs> um, those are linked as well. And then if you would like to ask us a question or, you know, check in to get a, get a gut check from somebody outside of a situation that may or may not become a mini little podcast episode kind of thing uh, or video, um, there is a link to where you can ask us questions through our website and it will come to us as an email and ta-da. Um, <laughs> And yeah, don't forget Friday, September 15th, the day this podcast episode goes live on podcast apps, we are doing a live stream mm -hmm. at 9.30 p.m. Eastern. Yep, yep. I think that's it. So are we good? I don't know. <laughs> Keep, Keep it kinky, y'all. <laughs> what the fuck? Yes. First of all, before I ask the question, <laughs> I always thought that the signal was the inhale. Ah. The timing was off on the inhale. <laughs> the timing was so off on the inhale. <laughs> Were you even breathing? Because I audibly inhaled because I'm like, well, he needs bionic ears to even hear me. So he, <laughs> like, I... Are we that off from one another still? <laughs> now that I've got that off my chest. Okay. Can I talk to the crickets, please? Yes, you may talk to Thank the crickets. You. 
Are we doing an emoji of the week? Yes, do they uh, have a bread? Like a slice of toast or a piece of bread emoji? I don't know. If they do, that's what I would want this week's um, emoji to be. Let's see. So yeah, what have we got for the um, for uh, bonus section? Um, we uh, oh, see Silent Wing in the live chat did a little ah, loaf of bread. Okay, Maybe if you bread. type bread, bread. Yep. the emoji will come up. For anybody who's like, how do we, how do we find bread? A bread emoji. Just type that. See, you've got is. several got to three, choose three from. Different kinds. Got the baguette. The loaf. Me, the loaf. And, and what's that? Is that a croissant? No, it looks like a bagel. Oh, a bagel. <laughs> no. Um, so, yeah, we were gone last week. Uh, mm -hmm. As you could tell from part of today's conversation, it had been rough. It is less rough now. Yes. Um, we even, you got a little testy with me today, and we managed to resolve it within a minute. Yeah. Which that's a good sign. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that's a very good sign. We've had deep, meaningful conversations. Mm -hmm. um, I've been spending more time with one another. Yes. Uh, you know, that is an, in retrospect, that's an easy sign. Yeah. When you're in this office up until it's time to go to bed and I'm on the couch and never the twain shall meet, that's a sign. Yeah. Um, we are working um, on some plans and things um, to make sure that yes we're willing to work hard towards our goals but that you know maybe we actually enjoy it while <laughs> while we're on the way there mm -hmm. um so that's been good and important um the 13 year old is now the 14 year old yes his birthday right. was last sunday celebrated the birthday last weekend mm -hmm. low-key birthday he was mm -hmm. like mom i mostly want to spend the weekend lying down in my bed in a dark room just doing mm -hmm. what i want to do and i went you know what you can mostly just do that you have a good time um saw the 18 year old the weekend prior mm -hmm. um so labor day on labor day that, actually that was labor day weekend yeah and then i'm supposed to go this weekend he's like well i need to need to go grocery shopping will you come go grocery shopping with me and i'm like yeah sure he's like i'm gonna be doing meal prep and i was thinking mm -hmm. oh he's watched some videos or seen something he's got an idea in his head so i was like oh so what are you planning on meal prepping because he's it's lunch that's like a struggle for him yeah. right now and he's like, I don't know. Do you have any ideas? So then I gave him a handful of ideas because I was thinking about what he likes to eat, what he might be willing to do, and mm -hmm. the, this teeny tiny little kitchen that he shares with three other people. And I was like, and space and, and cost. And I came up with a bunch of really good ideas. Maybe I should meal prep for us. I don't know. <laughs> and the response I got back was, eh. Okay. Whatever. Whatever, my dude. It's okay. Whatever, my it's dude. Okay. Um, so, yeah. We did that. Mm -hmm. uh, Lola's been good. Yeah. I have got to call the place that gives her a bath and does her nails. Yeah. She's so over. Her nails are so long. Yeah, her nails are definitely. Um, Onyx has become a little needy baby who mm -hmm. just follows us around, meowing at us in an accusatory tone. Like a little puppy dog. I know. But she... But, but she's still definitely a cat because if oh, you yeah. don't pet her the right way, she's mm -hmm. not having it. Right. Um, 
it's about it's i mean it's been mm-hmm. it, we've been focused on us yeah which is a good thing because we had not been prior <laughs> um I don't. I don't know. It's mostly been work. I mean, we're going into fourth quarter, and right, right, that's right. our put our head down and just barrel through kind of time frame. Um, you know, life has been stressful because life is always stressful, mm-hmm. um, and this stress has almost eaten us alive over the past what two and a half, three years. Yeah, um, and we have probably struggled more in our relationship over the past two and a half, three years than at any other time before. I feel like we actually did a better job of staying focused and as a team when your sister was sick all those years ago and we had not been in the relationship as long as we've been in now. Like True. we were still early days mm-hmm. um, and we did better then than we <laughs> uh, the past couple years. Yeah. Um, the, uh, but we we come back to one another. Uh, we do. It explodes in our faces, mm-hmm. and then we remind. I think we do it individually. We remind ourselves, "Hey, wait! I actually still like this person. <laughs> Let's go repair it." <laughs> so, <sighs> yeah, yeah. Me, I've been. I, I, I have. I have been working. Um, Dove into the, been you know, just heading the shop, getting ready, making as much things as can. Mm-hmm. Um, we did the um, woodshed is having their holiday extravaganza. We have applied. We, we, we have applied. We yet. don't know if we're in yet. Um, but that'll we're, be November eighteenth. Right, but we're working as if we we'll get ha- in. We are. Mm-hmm. Um, I learned this morning that. Uh, I cannot tell the difference between rose gold and orange. I know. Well, that rose gold is, I wish they had not labeled it rose gold, the the, the color that we use, the mica, mm-hmm. because it's really like a coral to me. To me, it's not, because there's, yeah. and yeah, so we're doing something <laughs> with the kinkery, thekinkery.com, that is Halloween themed, hopefully in the next, max the next week, but you know, we'll see. Um, before October starts, yeah, should be ready and available. Limited edition situation, some of which are orange, as they w- one would expect for the Hall- a Halloween thing. And poor JB was so proud of himself. He's like, "Oh my God, I've got all these handles turned. All I, I do is start gluing up. I, it's going to be amazing." I started working on these. And it wasn't the orange come, ones. Come Monday, and and I just put my nose to the grindstone with these because my goal was to have these things done and ready for her for the shop by this weekend. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And and yesterday, I was so close to being done. I know you were feeling so good. And I was feeling so good. And 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 I just pushed through. I mean, I worked right up till dinner. Yeah, you did. Okay. Yeah, you did. Worked right up till dinner yesterday to have these things done so I could hand them all off to her by and Friday night. I burst that bubble this morning. Yeah. <laughs> I yep. was like, oh. Because when you had shown them to me, my brain had gone, oh, the orange ones. They came out more metallic-y than mm-hmm. we thought they would, which is what we were going for. Yeah. I was like, these are beautiful. And then I saw them in contrast to the actual orange thing. Yeah. And I was like, oh, no. Something wrong here, Raggy. Right. <laughs> and I, so... <laughs> Here's the, just the type of person I am. Is it part of being submissive? Is it just, I don't know. Is it my wiring? I don't know. 
you were so disappointed. I was. I wished I could swallow those words back. And I was like looking around, going, "How do I fix it? How do I fix you it?" Can't. And I you can't. can't. Nothing can't. can fix it. I was like, it, I, I was. I'm walking around, going, "Oh my god, I can't believe I did that to him. I didn't do shit." <laughs> I found the oopsie. I, I mean, yeah, I, I, was, so I, was, I was devastated because I, I had worked so hard for this. You've been so proud of yourself. I and know. I was like, you know, last night when I came in, I was dead ass tired on my feet. Mm-hmm. But I was like, I did this. I got this to the point that I know I can have this by the weekend. All of it. And <laughs> did it add like an extra day? At least. At least. Mm-hmm. At least, if not more. It will It will all work out. And hopefully, <laughs> our idea will work. Yeah. Yeah. And that's all you're getting about that. Right. <laughs> we'll talk about it when it's actually mm-hmm. ready. Um, and if it works, then we do a holiday version. <laughs> um, yeah. So, that's what we've been doing. I've been, you know running the 14 year old here there and yonder mm-hmm. for appointments and yeah um you know just doing a lot of mom stuff yeah and then works and the work stuff takes up professional stuff takes up the rest of my time and so then it's like i got my hair done podcast listeners you can't see but if you come look at any part of a live stream you'll see it's a purpley pink color um And it was four and a half hours in the chair to go from the turquoise (laughs) to this. And I told, um, when I was booking my next appointment, I told the person who does my hair, I'm like, yeah, I know usually my next appointment, we, I do roots and all. I said, I'm going into fourth quarter. I do not have time for that. I cannot give you four and a half hours. I said, we're going to refresh the color and leave my roots alone next time. And she just looked at me. I said, I know I'm going to hate that. But I do not have time. And that's kind of my mantra of I do not have time. I have time for these few things. Yeah. And so it's like the we got a whole week of like no humidity. Uh, and I was like, ooh, I could go for a walk. And my brain went, you don't have time. Uh, <laughs> I'm like, I would like to look at a new hobby. My brain's like, you don't you have know, time. I, I just I, don't have time. I, I hate to say it because I know the reason behind us having that he, no humidity I know. I mean, I don't it, want it was, another storm to it, come through. It, it was it was wonderful um, when we here received no damage from Adalia, and I know so many people were. Um, for us, all it did was suck all the humidity out of the air. I know. And and we had a week with actually, um, you know, decent. It was pleasant to walk it, it, outside. It was pleasant to be outside. And then the humidity came back. And Monday morning, it came back with a vengeance. It's, it actually feels worse. And I don't know if it just feels worse because we went a week without it or if it's mm-hmm. like legit worse. But yeah, it's, we're breathing through cotton when yeah. you walk out the door. So. Mm, excuse me. Yeah. We're just, we're working on ourselves as a couple. Yeah. So that we don't go through that again. No. And we're taking care of family and business mm-hmm. and that's that's just what we're doing yep. so that's all like i don't feel that's, like i have anything yeah it's that's, a, for once and for maybe only these like five minutes it's relatively quiet in my head it won't stay that way yeah give mm-hmm. it give it about 20 minutes it mm-hmm. will change but yeah. the yeah. winds will shift yes they do <laughs> so, so yeah all right well, then i guess we'll go say goodbye bread 
toast, yep. whatever it looks like to you, uh, is our emoji of the week. <laughs> we will be live streaming Friday, September 15th at 9.30 mm-hmm. p.m. Eastern. Um, and we'll be yeah. back next week. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Bye. Bye.